You're listening to the Conversations with Kids Peace podcast. Advice, information, and inspiration from experts at the leading provider of mental and behavioral health services for children, adults, and those who love them. Now, here's your host. Hello and welcome to our podcast series, Conversations with Kids Peace. I'm Bob Martin coming to you from an appropriately socially distant location again as uh, Kids Peace, as so many of us are dealing with the, uh, the issues of the COVID-19 crisis. Um, today we want to talk about a program that Kids Peace has had for, for several years, but it, like many of our programs, it's becoming particularly relevant now that we're dealing with this crisis across the entire society. The need for help for kids who are facing mental and behavioral health services is, uh, is great all the time, but it's obviously particularly acute when we're talking about widespread crises like COVID-19. And when you add in the fact that many parents, families, individuals may have at this time concerns about having their situations addressed without being uh, having it be necessary to take advantage of hospital emergency room resources, for example, um, it becomes a very tricky situation for folks who are facing that right now. There's a program that we have had, as I said, for a couple of years available in the Lehigh Valley and Monroe County in Pennsylvania that is the kind of thing that can help those families deal with all of those issues. And to talk about it, we're very pleased to welcome Harvey Oliver. He's the program manager for PA Outpatient Services at Kids Peace. Harvey, thank you. I hope you're staying safe. Yes, absolutely. Thank you, Bob, for having me today. Uh, it's rough times right now we're in, but we're safe. Excellent. Well, that's good to hear. Good to hear. Um, so what I'm talking about today is um, a program that is essentially providing free assessments without an appointment, free what we call walk-ins, um, for folks who are um, facing some sort of mental or behavioral health crisis. So if you can begin by talking a little bit about the example, uh, some examples of the situations that prompt someone to, um, to need to take advantage of this program, what are the kind of things that they or, or their family member uh, is, is experiencing? Yeah, for sure. So, you know, if someone is in crisis, you know, is the basis for what we say. And somebody's crisis is um, is relevant to them and what they consider a crisis. A lot of times we see individuals who are um, having depression. Right now, anxiety is very high, as you previously mentioned. Um, but, um, and they're coming to us because they need some support and to cope and deal with their situations. Other times it can be a much more uh, acute situations that we um, see where individuals may not be safe in the community. And we are, um, you know, one of the great thing about our walk-ins is that we provide access um, to that treatment. Um, and for families who don't know what they need, but they need help, they come to us. Yes. Um, so let's say someone does come in for an assessment, um, what can they expect? Well, what happens during one of these sessions? Yeah, they're going to meet with a, a master's level clinician. Uh, we're going to sit down with them and really just do a crisis level care assessment. We're really just trying to determine the acuity level and what would be appropriate level of care for the, um, the individual. Sometimes people come in and we don't recommend any level of care. But most of the time, outpatient, um, some, sometimes they may need um, various levels of care, uh, partial programs, 
and sometimes even need to be hospitalized if they're not safe in the community. We'll make those recommendations. And what's really cool about our, our, our walk-ins is 95, 96% of the individuals who walk in come out with an assessment, uh, uh, excuse me, a recommendation and get connected to some type of mental health treatment. Certainly, I think when, by the time that they've gotten to the point that they're actually going and, and talking to someone like yourself, um, yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's really, uh, they are re really in need of these services that you're recommending. Um, yes. So my understanding is that you'll, you'll come up with what we call a safety plan. Yes. For that, for that term. What, what are some of the elements of that in addition sure. to the recommendation? Yeah, after we make the recommendation for individuals, um, we don't want them to leave us without ensuring that they're safe. So we're, we're creating a safety plan that really identifies we have three different things. One is what type of um, supports that they can do to help manage the crisis on their own. Uh, we identify particular individuals who may be able to provide a support to them and so they have that contact information available and ready. And we also try to make sure we connect them to, um, you know, very, uh, other resources like crisis, make sure that they have the 24-hour crisis line. We provide them with our Teen Central website and other resources that may be available to them um, between the time that they leave us and, their, um, and they go home before they get access to the care they need. And uh, certainly, uh, this is of great value to that individual, of course. Sure. But I, I think what's really interesting right now is that it's also... Um, a bit of a benefit for the healthcare system in general, right? Oh, absolutely. Well, you know, for the individuals who have the higher acuity, higher level of um, um, care that may be needed, like a hospitalization, um, you know, we can divert uh, individuals from, from the emergency room. Many people right now are very, very hesitant to go to the emergency room unless absolutely necessary, especially during this COVID crisis. And even prior to the COVID crisis, just the fact that if you've ever been in the system, you know, it could be, you can sit at the ER for hours upon hours before they determine um, and are able to get you access to hospital. So what we've been able to do, um, even before the COVID crisis and now, to do the level of care assessment, if there is a child who, um, you know, meets the level of care for hospitalization and we have the direct access to our hospital to determine if, um, uh, to directly admit and support that process. Um, a lot of times, um, if we have the space and availability, we can get them right in and, again, don't send them to a place where they're dealing with the, you know, other big issues such as the COVID crisis and so forth. Roughly how many assessments, like in the past year, has been done? Yeah. We, should point, we should point out that they're done at our offices in Allentown. We have two offices there at our uh, family center office, which is – I guess the address is Hill. It's technically in the borough of Fountain Hill. I want to yeah. make sure the Fountain Hill people understand. I'm not trying to, you know, <laughs> denigrate their, their fine community. And also in Mount Pocono up in uh, Monroe yeah. County. Um, so how many do we do, usually do a year? I mean, yeah, last year, 2019 was our largest year. We had about almost 1,000, 975 walking assessments that we completed last year. Um, we started in 2013. I think since then, we probably almost, we're, we're getting close to about 5,000 we have totally done um, since we implemented this, 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 this service. Any idea, um, since, since the, the COVID-19 crisis sort of emerged, probably four or six weeks or whatever. Any idea how that how that's going with, uh, with the number of assessments you're doing? Sure. You know, uh, one thing that we are seeing is that um, people don't want to come out. So although walk-ins have, have come, have 
reduced in numbers of recently. What we have seen is acuity, the ones who are coming out and getting access, actually the acuity is actually has been higher. Um, so the number, sheer number of people avoiding treatment altogether, we are seeing a decline currently um, in those walk-ins. However, we do have staff that are readily available to, um, to meet them face-to-face -face at our walk-in at all of our locations um, during this crisis. All of our offices are open. Um, as well as we're utilizing telehealth. Yes, and we should point out, I mean, we're, we're screening the folks that come to the offices. All the offices are open for their regular hours. Um, but uh, you mentioned telehealth. So how does that work if, if folks feel like they need help, but they, but they are symptomatic or they're just concerned about going out, as you said, how can they, yes. how can they access the program? Well, normally on the base, um, they can always – well, let me start off by saying um, they can walk into any of our locations at any time. Um, if when someone comes into any of our buildings, we have a thermometer. We're going to be uh, test checking, taking a temperature, as well as um, assessing them to make sure that um, they haven't had a temperature and other issues regarding COVID to make sure we don't um, uh, continue to. Um, that we reduce the opportunity for uh, infection. So that's the first thing that we're doing. However, if you, you know, what we would like to encourage individuals to do is to give us a call, call in and we can um, do the quick um, assessment for COVID on the phone. We can also assess for acuity and, and really determine if we have opportunity to do a direct admit to the hospital, if it's going to be necessary ahead of time before, so we can really minimize um, individuals, uh, uh, stay, you know, if we avoid the hospital if necessary, or just just really maximize their time and get them the treatment they need quickly if necessary. Right. right. Um, so I, I rattled off some quick uh, uh, locations, but let's slow down a little bit and okay. we'll say uh, the assessments are available where, when? Sure. Sure. We like you said, we have two offices in Allentown. One is at St. Luke's at uh, St. Luke's at Sacred Heart. It's four fifty one. Chu Street, um, Suite 105. Uh, we also have an office at Green Street, which is across the street from Tariff High School. It's 801 East Green Street. And that was our two Allentown locations. In Bethlehem, like I said, we we're in Fountain Hill, which is 1620 Broadway in Bethlehem uh, in our CDTRC building. You can just walk right in and they'll see you there. And last but not least, um, in Mount Pocono, 1151 uh, Pocono Boulevard, um, we're available as well. And it's, we're available for walk-ins nine to five. Nine to five. That's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and we, I also want to give a big shout out Harvey to you and your staff. Uh, you're on, you're, you like so many folks in healthcare, you're on the front lines. We really yep. appreciate what you're doing. And I know that families who are going to face this and they're probably sitting there saying on top of everything I have to deal with, with the coronavirus, now I have to face this issue with my family. Uh, I, I have to believe that it's just a, it's a godsend to have that capability. So thank you yeah. and thanks for all the folks uh, out there. Um, Absolutely. I would add just if uh, if they don't remember those addresses, they can call us at 610-799-8600. That is our family center. Our staff can direct them to the, lo the closest location that, um, that, it, that uh, if you need that support that we, um, to get you treatment. So you can just give us a call at that number. We can kind of get you in the right direction. And we also want to point out that at our uh, website, kidspeace.org, we have a special well, page for coronavirus um, uh, response. And yeah. we have uh, all this information that we've talked about is there. You can go there or you can call um, 610-799-8600. Uh, 
Um, right. But the the, uh, the help is there. Go get it. Yes. So, you know, come get it. We're sort of thing. Absolutely. Harvey, you know the score. You've been on with us before. We close all of our uh, all of our podcasts with asking you for a life hack. Uh, what, and it's certainly this is the kind of time where we need all the life hacks we can get. So what's your life hack for us today? Well, it's just more of a quote. It's a simple quote that I thought about today and, and – especially in going through everything that we're going through and um, teamwork makes the dream work. It's real simple. Uh, together we can uh, really come together and provide the support and the needs um, of the people who need our help. That's what we're here to do. We're in it through the long haul and um, teamwork makes the dream work. And teamwork makes the dream work across all of everything we're doing. People yeah. who are staying home, uh, taking care of themselves. And of course the essential workers like yourself uh, who are out here keeping, keeping lights on, keeping the society going. And we thank right. you very much for that. Harvey Oliver is program manager of Pennsylvania outpatient services with kids peace. Thank you again. Um, I want to mention that uh, Harvey mentioned a service that we've talked about in the past, which of course is teen central. If um, you've got a teen or a young yeah. person who are because of the closures, the school ending, that sort of thing, uh, may be cut off from their friends or their social supports. It's a it's a web-based, free, anonymous, confidential uh, service that they can go on. They can get information. They can get advice. They can get encouragement. And they can put their own story in and get a therapeutic support response in return. So uh, we invite you to do that. And that, of course, is at teencentral.com. The Kids Peace, uh, the Conversation of Kids Peace podcast usually is produced by my friend Robbie Allred, but um, I'm doing it here, so if there's mistakes, it's not his fault, it's mine, that's why I'm here. Uh, I am Bob Martin. Thank you for joining us. We look forward to having you join us again for more Conversations with Kids Peace. Stay safe and take care. Bye.